ladies and gentlemen, after a long four-month break, <laughs> we have returned. We didn't die. We did not die. Um, we did not give up on the podcast. Um, I feel like both of us would not end a podcast like that. <laughs> you know, That'd be kind we'd of at least have a farewell episode or something. Yeah. Um, I said it's like TV shows. They end in May. And then they pick up a new season at the end of September. So if we go by that schedule, yeah, so we're, we're doing fine. I think the more honest answer was we've <laughs> had an incredibly busy summer and yeah. anywhere going just all over the place. And we just took a break. You know, we're like, hey, this is a, this is a side hobby. This is something we do for fun. Um, we don't really need to just put out stuff to put stuff out. And so here we are. Right. We're back. We, we've got some things to say. and Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we're going to get some guests in the future. Uh, we would really like to get our pastor on. Yeah. yeah he, you know, just like incredible, like, you know, he's going to be 70 this year, but I mean, a long time in ministry, like oh my, yeah. 30, 40 years. Yeah, I think, yeah, 40 years, but 30 years at the same church. Which is wild because you don't see that a ton anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm 31. So he he's been your pastor ever since you've been. Ever born. since, well, I didn't come here when I was a baby or anything. Right. I think I started attending here when I was five. Wow. So he's been my pastor since I was five years old. Um, he's also been doing ministry longer than I've been alive. You know, <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's just yeah. So I think there's some incredible wisdom there. Just uh, right. and we'll uh, we'll talk to him about things. And he's got a lot to share. So. Uh, people like that, I'm sure we're going to be, you know, reaching out to people. Um, another life update, I started seminary. That's right. I uh, got and accepted. You, and you got ordained. I know that was a long time ago. Yeah, I got ordained, yeah. So both those things actually happened in May, uh, I think like a week or week and a half after we released our last episode gotcha. with Mike Breen. That's right. Yeah, that was not good... the basketball commentator. Right, that was a good <clears throat> convo. It was a very good conversation. And uh, so, I, so I started school. Um, I actually started classes a couple weeks ago, and it's been going great. Yeah, a big. Um, a lot of people have asked, like, "Hey, why go back to school?" They're like, uh, "Are you going to get a promotion?" Um, like, well, no, <laughs> I will not get a promotion in um, the kingdom. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that <laughs> I'm either. <kidding. laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's not for a promotion. It's uh, you know, I don't get like a pay raise or anything, but. Um, at the expense of sounding super spiritual, I just feel like God led me back right. and, um, you know, just wanting to be the best pastor, um, you know, missionary, Christian, leader, shepherd, whatever you want to say. I just want to be the best I can. And right. I feel like school is going to do that for me, is already doing that. And the, the little bit that I've been able to um, apply, I don't know if it's because I'm older and I just know how to do this or I'm trying to do this. But seminary in the first few weeks, and really I've worked ahead a little bit. So I've, I have about a month under my belt of like reading and like thinking through some stuff. Uh, it's way easier to apply it to my everyday life with mm. ministry, with just living life with my friends and family, just being a Christian, just following Jesus. I feel like it's right. been way easier just to take what I'm learning and just put it into action right away. And I don't know if that's because I'm older and I just am able to more maturely do that or know how to do that, or if it's just like a compliment to the seminary of like how they structure things, or maybe it's both, but right. but yeah, it's been really great getting to just 
be challenged. Um, well, and I know like your desire, like you want to teach more like, yeah. in the future. So, I mean, this only sets you up to be better. At yeah, that. yeah, totally. I, I'd like to, you know, someone's asked me what, what would my dream job be one day? And, um, I hesitate to answer that because I'm like, well, I really like what I'm doing now. It's not like, right. oh man, I'm only doing Chi Alpha because I have nothing <laughs> else to do. No, it's not at all. I lo- really love it. But if there was a spot, like if, you know, the pay was not really an object, like, you know, you're, you have a regular salary, whatever. Um, I'd love a job that I could maybe have like eight to 10 hours of discipleship and mentoring to like kind of take a few people under my wing at a time. Right. For like a, maybe more of a long-term thing. Like it's, it, I mean, it kind of depends on how long the people stick around, but like a two, three, four year, just kind of thing where you just kind of sit with them. That's what we do a lot in Chi Alpha, you know, um, you know, students usually are only with us for four years, but a lot of times I'll meet with them for two to three years of like one-on-one discipleship and studying scriptures and, just talking life. And um, so I'd enjoy if that was something that was built into my schedule of my work, like outside of Chi Alpha, if it wasn't, if I wasn't doing Chi Alpha. Um, But then also if it was like, yeah, I preached a a time or two a month and then taught some classes Mm. about the Bible or about themes or things like, how do you read the Bible or um, Old Testament history or things like that. You know, I think I would really enjoy that. So yeah, a, a big reason I'd like to become a better teacher, um, no matter where, what ministry I might find myself in. So, um, yeah, a million reasons probably why I could list why I went back to school. But those are right. some of the big ones. So, enjoying it. Um, really like the seminary. Hopefully, in the future, we could get a few uh, guests, like maybe professors or yeah. people. Um, I don't know that. I can't volunteer them <laughs> because I don't know <laughs> that they'll say yes. But right. uh, it'd be great to have a couple people, especially have a couple of um you know, they're like highly academic and so right. can speak very credibly to particular um, subject. Like there's this one guy from uh, at Western, his name is uh, Professor Dane Miles, I think. So Dr. Dane Miles, he just put out a book that I think it says, what does the Bible say about marijuana? And that would be a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I haven't read it. Um very current. I don't think he's like, yeah, go light it up or whatever, you know, but <laughs> 420. Um, yeah, 420. But um, he, he, I think he brings like an academic and like, mm. um, like nuanced, good discussion about, you know, obviously the Bible doesn't say thou shall not smoke marijuana, right. but what does it say? And like, what, how can we as pastors wrestle with that as theologians, as, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, so there's some good people that we could probably pull on and, yeah. Um, see about having on to the podcast. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be way, they'd be way above my head as far as knowing stuff. Oh, these guys are all way above mine as well. And I'm not yeah. saying like I'm crazy smart or anything. It's just like <laughs> they're uh, you and me both. We'd both be like, Oh, okay. Uh, I've come to find out though, recently, like I'm meeting people who are like super like theologically smart. Um, sometimes a lot of those people are also very like humble and I appreciate that a lot because you, sometimes you, ho- you, you hope you hope not everyone's <laughs> like that, but sure. I guess in my experience of just like pastors very much like that. Mm-hmm. And I very much appreciate that because yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, way more than I know, right. but you're very humble about it. And to me that makes learning easier. You yeah. Know, that that makes any sense. Yeah. 
Totally. So that's kind of what's up with me. We're going to talk about your update here because you've had quite a bit going on here in the last few months too. Yeah. But that's going to be more of our main segment. Uh, so first, we'll skip me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to skip you for now, but we're coming back. <laughs> but the moment we've all been waiting for, oh. it's the return of the yeah, oh, Midwest moments. Oh, baby. I could not find any really good Midwest moment. That wasn't a murder, and it's not even good. It's you know, but like I was looking at a lot of the news articles. It's like this person dies, this person's murdered, this person. I'm like, man, this is depressing. So I don't want to. I just didn't want to read any of those. But you have a really great one that I feel like we can yes. spin around for a little bit. Um, yes. So why don't you go ahead and read us our oh. Midwest moment that is bringing us back here in this fall of 2021. Yes, when all else fails, just come back to Muncie and you can usually find a good Midwest story because Muncie is very Midwestern. That's very true. Um, I don't mean that as a negative. I'm just the truth. Yeah, um, it is the truth. So this happened, oh goodness, maybe July. So it's been a couple months ago. Okay, yep. Um, but anyway, so where our church sits. I remember this happening. Like, right. Like, you know, we were in town when this happened. <laughs> right. So there's a Lee's Chicken that's just like a couple blocks away. Like it's not too far away from our church where we're yeah, at. Yeah, that's like less than half a mile. Yeah, I pass it quite a bit. But anyways, so apparently, I don't know what time of day it was, but I think it was like supper time or evening. This guy comes to the drive-thru and comes up to the window or he orders his food. Then when he comes to the window to pick it up and to pay, um, he says, I'm not paying for my food. He said, I want free food because I am Jesus Christ. So he claims himself to be Jesus, claiming that he deserves free food because Yikes. he says he's Jesus. Yes, very, very troubling. And so... I feel like the Bible might have a thing to, or two to say about that. <laughs> right. And so the worker is like... Uh, and hold up, hold up, hold up. So am I to understand <laughs> that this man claiming to be none other than Jesus Christ himself, right. the Son of God... right? according to the Bible, has all authority <laughs> and power in heaven and on earth. Right. And he chooses to exercise that authority by getting Lee's chicken for free. I know. He doesn't even go to Chick-fil-A. Right. Like, that makes more sense. But they probably would have gave it to him. <laughs> probably. But the worker obviously said, hey, I can't give you free chicken. Like, they didn't buy who he says he was. Um, but the guy persisted. And then he said, like, I deserve free chicken. And then he claimed that he had a gun in the car. So, that, of course, that escalated the matter. So, they had to call the police. And if I remember correctly, they had to call, like, the SWAT team to get the guy, like, out of his car. Wow. So, this guy was definitely not in his right state of mind. Yeah. Um, and definitely not Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so, and I, he didn't get free chicken. So, it didn't work out for him. Yeah, I just... So, clearly, the man you obviously had to be some kind of delusional right, or, right. you know, so I don't want to make fun of this guy or like right. men mental, whatever, you know, but yeah. So he needs Jesus. That's clearly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's just so interesting to me. That's like, and I don't, yeah, well, all the places you're going to go. Lee's chicken. Lee's chicken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like there, it, it does sit in front of a neighborhood. So the thing I thought of, maybe this guy like lives nearby and it was just the closest place. Yeah, do maybe. One. I don't know. Yeah, does the article like say there's any kind of follow up at all or? Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's been too long ago. Because yeah, I mean, that's a pretty serious 
crime to be like threatening a gun. Like, right, right. Also, not really in line with the person of Jesus. If you know, <laughs> trying to impersonate the Son of God, I, I'm not sure that he would pull a gun in a drive-through <laughs> right. to get some free food. To get some free chicken. I mean, Jesus could just multiply food, right? Right. Yeah, he did. I mean, he did. Not, I'm not saying that in a frivolous manner. It's just like. Right. Yeah, I just don't feel like you need to steal. <laughs> right. there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of X's on this. Right. On I the... feel bad for the worker, like you know who, and especially a lot of like high school kids work fast food joints. I don't know how old the worker was, but I mean, if I was that person, and I was in high school. Like, I don't know how I would handle that situation. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, there's a good a good chance that there was a joint involved with this, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, really, very interesting. Yeah, can you just imagine being the worker oh, and being man. like, you know, you're just trying to get through the day. You know, that's not like a career job. It's usually right. like I work this to have money. Right. And then you have to, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, they'll never forget it. That's for sure. That is true. That is yeah, true. Un- so who knows? Well, Muncie, Indiana, man. Muncie, Indiana. Oh. That is the Midwest. That's that's what a what a story to welcome. Plus, I couldn't find a story that would top that anyway. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Jesus, chicken claiming guy goes to the restaurant just down the road from us and tries to get free chicken. And not even the Lord's chicken. Not even Chick Fil A. Yeah, but, it's like why not go to Chick Fil A, man? Yeah, it's. I mean, I like Lee's, but I like Chick Fil A better. Like if I had to pick between the two, I'd go to Chick Fil A. Yeah, I like them both. I've been. Yeah, there. I like them both too. But yeah, you're right. Um. Okay, so anyway, so what have you been up to recently? So let me spoil a little bit, I guess. So back on our very second episode yeah, man. of the podcast, we talked about your kind of like project that you had been putting a lot of time and effort and thought into was this um, documentary. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time it had a slightly different shape. You were thinking more of like a... I don't want to say full motion picture or whatever, but you know, like a much longer, bigger um, process, you know, and, and right. like project, but it's kind of morphed and shaped over the last couple of years. Um, Cause we've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now. Right. Um, why don't you kind of give an update of like where you're at with the project, like how it's changed and what you're hoping to accomplish with that. Yeah, absolutely. I've been really busy with it here lately. We started filming this year, which I think maybe I mentioned that like way back, like episodes ago, because we started filming in January. Sure. Yeah. Of this I'm sure you had to so mention something. I probably mentioned something. Um, so we've started filming in January. We did a promotional poster. Um, we took a picture down at Indy, did that beginning of May ish. Um, But this summer, we've really kind of ramped it up. So we filmed Sky Jatani in July, finally, after two years of trying to get that set up. Of course, COVID played a lot into that. Sure, yeah. Um, But we finally got that, which was a great experience and uh, had a lot of great things to say. He did, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now we're at the point where we have our final interview tomorrow. Okay. And then we, so I'm editing right now. So for the past few nights, I've been editing like crazy. Um, so I have, so we, I, we interviewed Pastor, Pastor Bowden, who is my boss, and um, then Sky Chitani. So those are the two we have. Then we're interviewing a lady. She did ministry with, it's called IDES. They're a disaster relief program. Mm-hmm. And her and her husband have been executive directors for, goodness, 30 or 40 years. And they just retired. Okay. Like, just 
And so she, I think if I remember correctly, I think it's her dad who like started the ministry like oh, wow. way back in the day, um, which is really cool. He was just a pastor and it was like back when TVs first came out. And I don't remember what hurricane or tsunami or whatever it was, but he saw on the TV, the news reporting, the destruction of wherever it was. Oh, wow. And he just felt in his heart like, man, who's going to go help those people? Like they are in need. Yeah. And so he was just a pastor. So he didn't know like where to get resources, but he knew people who knew how to get resources. Mm. So basically he just created a board and a team around him to help facilitate and accomplish those goals. And now they're like, a, I mean, they send millions of dollars, thousands of dollars. Uh, I'll say millions because they do a lot um, to like, I think I asked their boss one time and they serve just about every country that they know of which is wow. crazy. So it's just blossomed into something really big. But anyways, so we're interviewing her, which I'm really excited about. And so we're editing. Uh, we are hopefully going to have a trailer out soon. And November 6th, we're doing a premiere night here at the church and to kind of showcase what we got. So we will have our first episodes done by November 6th. And then our first episode with Pastor will come out that same month in November. Yeah. So. Yeah. So like the, one of the big adjustments has been um, instead of doing one big documentary one time, right. you're looking at trying to turn this more into like a series of right. videos that kind of has no, you know, number attached to it right now. Right. Um, so this will be like, so the premiere night will be as far as I understand it, three separate episodes mm -hmm. Um, kind of airing together yep. and then you're hoping um, in the months and years to follow to follow up on that and kind of make relational a documentary series not just a documentary and right. so it's like different in the sense of they're shorter but probably going to be a much wider project than you ever consider it why did you choose to do that route instead of just you know do a two two and a half hour one big documentary why'd you think or why did you choose to take the episode route rather than just the one-time route yes uh, so i have to be honest here um this is nothing bad i went to new york city my senior year of college and um met a girl on the trip and we talked a lot we actually went on a few dates afterwards but nothing worked out but i remember we were on a subway in new york headed back to our place because we were with a group of students but we were talking and I had been talking about my documentary that week and I think it was one of the last few days we were there because we meet up with people in the city who are doing whatever career we wish to do. So I'd been talking about my documentary with a bunch of people trying to get advice, ideas, how to make this happen, what should it look like. And at the point at that time, I very much was going to go for like an hour and a half doc, like just one feature, that's it. And the more that I met with people, I saw a bunch of different opportunities to take it beyond that. And so I was talking about it with her and she said, what if you did episodes instead of just one big documentary? And I'm like, that's a good idea. That's very interesting. So that's kind of where it started. And of course I thought about it more and it really kind of opened up the door to explore more than I ever could in just an hour and a half. Right. Plus it was easier for me to do. I mean, of course I work a full-time job and have other stuff mm -hmm. doing episodes. All I had to do was just find one person, interview them, get some B roll. And I, and that would be one episode. So it's like 10 to 15 minutes long. So they're not B roll for those who are not, right. you know, <laughs> video people is just like footage of like, 
you know, extra footage. Like if you watch an interview and you see the camera, you know, is fake. I don't know. Is it called a roll? Is like the yeah, yeah, or, ju- or just like main I footage? Just, or yeah, I just say interview. So like, if we were interviewing you, the quote unquote a roll would just be the camera on you talking, but then right. B roll would be like you walking down the street or right. like a sweeping view of the city at night or something right. like that would be B roll. So right. I know that's, I just say that cause I'm like, I had to learn what that meant. So I'm <laughs> sure there's people here. No, I'm, um, I'm glad you did. Cause I had to catch myself when I reach out to people like, Hey, would you be interested in being interviewed? And like, yeah, what does it consist? I'm like, Oh, an interview in B roll. And they're like, what is B roll? I'm like, oh, I forgot. I got to explain this. So yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's basically anything other than the talking head. Yeah. Um, and so, and the thing I like about it too, the more I've come to do this, the more I realize our audience is very much people either my age, your age, or like people under like 50. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not for people over that. Like it's for everyone. That's what I hope. But I feel like more so that's going to be our audience. Mm-hmm. And so I know that people's... um uh, attention span, that's the word I'm looking for, is right. not as long as it used to be. Right. And so I thought if we make them 10 to 15 minute shorts and we just kind of focus on what are some golden nuggets about this person's life that we can share with another person. So basically I have stripped away like the introduction of like certain people. Cause you know, like when you watch like an interview, sometimes they'll start off, Oh, I'm Bill Joe and I work at this church and I used to be this. And then I was that, you know, and they kind of go through who they are. Um, I don't include that at all. Like I'll include it in the bio that you can read. But as far as the actual video stuff, it is just about what is your relationship with God been like Mm. and how does that relate to how you treat other people? Yeah. And I really want just to get to the heart of it. um, And that's the goal of it. And hopefully it will help people think about who they, who God is, how they view him and hopefully point back to scripture to actually see who God really is and how they treat other people at the same time. Yeah. So what are some main, like just from, obviously you don't want to spoil too much because people are going to, you want people to watch it. Right. But some of like the main takeaways like that you've kind of learned yourself or been wrestling with or thinking about as you're doing the documentary, what are some things that are like, man, I really feel like people need to hear this specific like aspect about God or Christianity or faith because... Um, I know we talked a lot last night in the YMCA parking lot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just about different things. But um, yeah, like what are some things that you're hoping like, man, people really need to hear this or like you've been struck by that? Like, I just don't think people make this connection. And if they did, it has some potential to cause some movement, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's one part where pastors actually towards the end And I asked him the question, I said, what is one truth about God that you have seen throughout your whole ministry, your relationship with God that you feel like people don't really understand or grasp? And of course, you can't grasp God fully because he's God. But Mm -hmm. And he said, and this is something that I've known growing up, but I've had to learn myself because I've screwed up and stuff and I felt guilty and ashamed. And it's easy to think that God is angry and mad at you. I've had those feelings. And I think a lot of people in church, if they're honest, have had those feelings. And pastor said, I wish people would understand just how great God's mercy is. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people will fall away from the church or their sin, and they're like afraid to come to God in prayer, or they're afraid to come to church because, oh no, God's really mad. He's, you know, going to strike me down or whatever. And God's like, look, God's just grateful for when you come to him or when you come to church, because he doesn't long to pour judgment on you. He longs to show you mercy to bring Mm -hmm. you back. And that's true throughout all of scripture. I mean, you look at Israel and the right. Old Testament over right. and over again. 
And that's the same for us. And I've had to learn that in my own life. When I screw up, there is mercy, like his mercies are anew every morning. Now, of course, we have to be humble and come before him and confess that. But when we do, like he is a loving God who wants to bring us back into his fold. And so that's what I really want people to understand. It's a, it's a fundamental Christian 101 basic uh, knowledge of who God is, but a lot of people in church, I feel like, don't grasp it, or if they know it, they don't really perceive it in their day-to-day life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that people will understand that more and that it'll encourage them to dig through the scripture and see that for themselves. Yeah, that's really great. Man, stay tuned because a lot of what you just said there um, really is at the heart of the sermon I'm going to preach on Sunday for church. Hey, so like, that. go oh, hand thanks. in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you don't have a home church, check out Northside Assembly of God on McGalliard. That's right. Which is the main row. If you live in Muncie, you know where that is or anywhere <laughs> close, you know where McGalliard <laughs> yeah. is. Right. And check us out on YouTube. So yeah, if, you know, I think we'll probably have a video. We will. Yep. I and, record it. Yeah. And maybe we could even, we could probably even, even, if it ends up being any good, which I'm not saying it will be, but if it ends up <laughs> something where like, hey, people could take this and, you know, listen to it, benefit, maybe we can like strip the audio and just make yeah. it a podcast episode. We've sometime. done that before. We yeah. have done that before. That's so, why I got I got a nice mic on purpose for this church. Yeah, so audio. I'm a video guy, but audio is more important than video. That's yeah. a whole other thing, but it's true. Yeah. So you're doing these episodes. They primarily are circling around uh, like ministry figures right. for this first time. But um, what's your vision long-term for the series? Like, are you looking to mainly stay in that pastoral realm? Are you looking to like find everyday people like Hank works at the <laughs> mechanic shop downtown? You know, it's uh, that seems very stereotypical, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like, and he just loves Jesus and does a good job on cars, like interviewing people like that or, um. Yeah. So, like, what what do you hope to accomplish um, beyond these first three episodes? As you look to the future, what would you like to see the documentary do and take shape from? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, the first three that we have are going to be people in ministry in some sort, and that's just kind of how the cards fell. But I really want to show different people from all walks of life and all cultures. Mm. Um, I don't want people to have the perception of, oh, if I want a robust relationship with God, I must have to be in ministry because mm. that is not the case at all. And there's a lot of people out there, I believe, who do their job really well, a normal job, but yet they have a really robust relationship with God and other people. And they have a story to tell and yeah. a lot of good things to say because God works through everyone, not just pastors. <laughs> right. And so like my roommate that I've talked about, um, well, I guess he's new since we've done the podcast, but um, he has a really good story that I would love to share. And he's originally from China. Mm-hmm. And so I've talked to him about being on the uh, documentary project later on. He agreed to it. And he's just a grad student going for architecture, but yeah. he has a real faith for God and just... I mean, it's incredible what somebody will go through and how young they are in their faith, but yet they get so much and God works through them in ways that some people who've been in church their whole life haven't gotten yet. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to show different people from different cultures because there's no barriers. And I have to believe that God works through all people and showing that unified of creation. So that's the goal. And hopefully um, we'll have some people lined up next to kind of help display that vision further. Yeah. If there were people that were looking to get involved with your project, whether it be like, 
hey, I'd love to help financially compensate for some of the expenses because obviously it costs money to do this. It's not right. just free. Right. Um, right. You know, I'd like to help back this financially or like I'd like to get newsletters to cut up to date or like, hey, I actually know some people that I think could be really cool to interview. Um, what's a few ways that they could get a hold of you to be able to throw out some ideas or get connected, um, you know, donate to the project? And because you are, it's is a for-profit or non-profit? Um, well, so like my business is for profit. Sure. Um, just because to go through the nonprofit route, you have to jump through so many hoops and yeah, I just didn't do that. I only asked that because it's like the, I don't know what constitutes like taxable donations. Yeah. Like that, you know, that's a great question. I am really terrible with, I'm, I'm not terrible with finances cause that sounds bad. Like I'm good with money. Don't get me wrong there. But as far as like the stipulations of like what constitute, like I always have to ask like an accountant or sure. somebody for that. Um, I'm not really sure, but if you are curious, I'll find out for you if you really want to know. I had a couple of people like organizations give me money and I just gave them a tax receipt because they wrote it off. Okay. So I'm assuming you can do that. Yeah. So it must still um, be tax deductible and stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I'm not looking to make money. Um, I always tell people it'd be nice to make some money just to pour back into the project. Um, some of the equipment that we use is not mine. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be kind of nice to get some equipment uh, just for future stuff, make it look better like anything. Um, but yeah, you can get a hold of me. Um, I have an email address. In fact, you can go on hearttouchfilms.com. We have a tab for relational. There's a donate tab you can give through PayPal, which is secure. And I believe I have my phone number and email address on there. Okay. I try to be as reachable as I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be open to that. We're also hoping to do a little tour with this as well. Mm-hmm. So we want to go to churches, universities, really anywhere, um, just to showcase what we have. And so yeah, if you feel like your church or youth group or college group or whatever it is might be interested into seeing what we have, uh, reach out. We're going to release these every so often. So the goal is we'll release one, but we'll have two or three more also made. Mm -hmm. So kind of the incentive is, hey, if you have us come to your church, you'll get to see all of them Mm -hmm. versus just the one that's out, if that makes sense. And that kind of helps us market, you know, what we have and what's out there and get people excited about it. So yeah, that's the best way. Okay. Yeah, I know personally, I'm really excited for it. I know it's been something that's been on the, not so much the back burner. It's just had, I mean, it takes time to track people down, get the kind of equipment you want. Because, right. I mean, truth be told, you could have done this with your iPhone, you know, you could, like, you yeah. could, but it's like not the quality. There is something to be said about like the quality and the time and the right. just all the thing, all the moving parts that that's needed to make it happen. So, right. um, so I'm really excited for you. I'm excited to see what yeah. this product is and yeah, yeah it's been four years which is crazy um really yeah because i started this well yeah i started this back i got the idea christmas break of my junior year which would have been christmas 2017 wow. um so it's i guess not quite four years but i mean we're approaching four years right um which is crazy if you would have told me back then it would take me this long i don't know what i would have said <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm very excited. I always tell people I'm very convicted about the stuff that I am editing, like because I'm not in it. I'm just interviewing people, yeah. And I'm really hoping that people also feel the same way. And we try to make it as professional as we can. Um, even editing it, there are some things like, oh, we could have done that a little bit better. But we work with what we got. But for me, it's like if we can make the story impactful, that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I hadn't realized it's been four years either, but yeah, it's... Yeah, because you gave me the book by Sky. So really, I'm the start of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have a hand in it, so it's very true. <laughs> a very minor just gave a book, you know. So. It is crazy, though, like looking back how many people have like come along like you. I think of like Jeff Eads, who has been on this podcast. Like mm-hmm. he helped me get in touch with Sky. Emily Mixter also, who was in Chi Alpha, she helped me get in touch with Sky. There's been a lot of people along the path who have just given a little bit, yeah. but as like that all helps in the long run right. and a great deal. So I'm very thankful. And I was really kind of not upset, but it really kind of weighed on me. And I've talked to you about this because COVID put things on hold. But then once, I mean, obviously we're still in COVID, but once things started to lax, I thought, man, we should get doing this again. Cause it's been almost two years since I raised money I haven't done anything yet, so to speak. Yeah. And I realized like, oh, and people always said, oh, people understand because it's COVID. And it's like, yeah, I understand that, but it still weighs on me. Yeah, for sure. And once I started opening doors, reaching back out and start working on it again, I had a lot of things go right. Not everything's gone right, but it was just very encouraging and almost reaffirming like, yes, this is what God wants me to do right now. And so I, I don't know where it's going. I don't know how people will react to it or anything. I'm not looking to go viral or anything, but I do hope that a lot of people see it. Um, but if it stays small, then that's okay too. Yeah. So we're just trusting God, whatever he wants with it is fine with me. Yeah. Well, I'm sure uh, you said, you know, hopefully we're going to get a trailer here before too long. Yes. And so um, I'm go- Yes, I'm going out to LA next week. Um, there's a film conference thing that I'm going to with my videographer, BG, and hopefully we'll get to network a little bit with the documentary to show it. So I want to take a trailer to show some people and hopefully I can get out in the public because nobody really knows what this looks like. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's really hard because I know what it looks like because I'm editing it. And so I want people to have a taste of what it is. I've seen a few just still shots that you sent me of like uh, when you pause it and people are making <laughs> a funny face. So that's my only real exposure to the that's documentary. Right. So I kind of see it more as like a <laughs> sitcom right now than I do an actual yes, documentary. Nobody looks good in a freeze frame, including myself. And sometimes like you're editing like, oh, that's a good spot. And you'll pause it. And it's like, oh, man, that is too good not to take a <laughs> snapshot of. <laughs> But yeah, so stay tuned, listeners, to um, you know the podcast. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the coming months and everything. But also, just like keep uh, look out on social media if you follow Adam um, or his business or both. You know, just keep an eye out. If you don't, um, now would be a good time to start doing that so that you can absolutely um, stay in touch with that. But uh, before we go, that's kind of like what we wanted to mostly. Talk, unless you had other things you wanted to mention about the documentary or. Yeah, not really. We I know Kevin, of course, you know Kevin. He's in Chi Alpha. He's my marketing guy, and so he's working on doing social media posts. So uh, we're going to do a lot of kind of like quick teasers before stuff comes out to give people more of a taste beyond just the trailer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have extras. So obviously in a short, you can't include everything that the person says. So Sky and Pastor has said a lot of really good stuff that I just can't include mm-hmm. in. So we're going to do little shorts of, you know, like Pastor talked about prayer a lot and Sky talked about like the uncertainty of life a lot. And so we're just going to make little shorts of them talking about that. So it won't be like in the main episode, obviously, but it'll be a part of the project as an extra. And so we'll probably post those a lot through social media and whatnot. So if you're interested in that, make sure you follow us. You can kind of get all the all the goods. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Well, before we wrap up today... Um, Let's do some recommendations. Oh, that's right. 
I have, now where I lack in new Midwest news, I have plenty of recommendations over the last several oh, months. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to think about this one. <laughs> um, I'll go first. Okay. I think probably, and I'm sure this is getting beat to death in other podcasts and oh, Christian I know. circles, <laughs> I know but um, the rise and fall of Mars Hill yep. by CT Magazine, Christianity Today. Um, it's just fantastic. Very well. I've only um, listened to one episode, but it's very good. It's very good. It's almost like a murder mystery, like on or like a documentary, just on a podcast. Like the production's really done well, and mm-hmm. it's a very fair podcast. So it's kind of talking about it the is. rise and the fall of. If you're not familiar with Mars Hill, it's like a mega church that was out in the Seattle area um, by an influential figure, Mark Driscoll. Um, despite what you think about it you know, about him and the church, it was like, it's a very fair podcast where they just don't paint somebody as good or bad, but really they do a good job exploring the nuance and the complexity of the situation. So it's, it's really, really good. It's very thorough and fair, um, multiple voices and things, um, that come out to like add to the, to the project. So, um, if you haven't listened to that or you're looking for something good to listen to, they're roughly about an hour each, um, so it's not terribly long, but it's definitely like one that takes a little bit to get through. But yeah, the rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast is very good. Yeah, I uh, I just listened to the first episode while I was weed whacking around the church today. Very good. And being a documentary person, it is very high quality, really well done. Yeah, so excited. Um, I have been watching a lot of movies recently. Okay. Um, not super recently, I guess, because I've been <laughs> editing, but um. In my free time when I'm by myself, a lot of times I'll watch a movie I haven't seen yet. Well, anyways, there's it's an older movie called Dead Poet Society. Hmm, never uh, heard of Robin Williams is in it. Okay. And uh, that's the only notable name I can think of right now that's in it. But anyways, uh, I think it was made back in the 90s or okay. maybe 89, somewhere around that time frame. Um, but I really liked it. It's really good. It's on YouTube for free right now, so you can okay. watch it free. But um, it is kind of sad, like it doesn't have a joyous ending, but it's a very inspiring movie. And Joyful ending. Is joyous? I guess joyous is a word. I guess is it? just no one ever uses it. Well, yeah. Is it joyous? Make it joyous? I don't know. It, the thing I like about it, it really shows the transformation of kids who take this poetry class who just really don't care mm-hmm. to at the end, like they're very passionate. And it's all about how the teacher teaches them and kind of not just poetry, but kind of opens them up to life in general, so to speak. Um, I really liked it. I mean, there is some tragedy in it and it is, it doesn't end happy, but to see the kids transformation is really cool. And um, I don't know where I'm like, it's very heart, uh, heartfelt. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Sure. Um, But I really let my roommate recommended it because he's a writer and like, oh, I'll watch it. It's really good. Okay. So, yeah. Well, welcome back to the Pothole Pastors podcast. Um, we never introduced ourselves. We normally do that. I'm Joey. If, I'm Adam. By this time, if you're listening to yeah, our podcast, you probably know who we are. But <laughs> Joey and then Adam, you know, we um, don't claim to really be like smartest people out there. We're just like, hey, not in the slightest. We we like to talk about faith and Jesus and God and. Let's just talk into a mic and see if it benefits anybody. So if you find this podcast helpful, I encourage you to share it, to follow it, to 
uh, leave comments and reviews and and ratings and stuff, especially on the podcast algorithms. Right. Um, that helps get more listeners. But um, there will be more things to come, and hopefully, and not even just hopefully, there will be on a much more regular basis as the months go forward. So for sure, welcome back, and we'll talk. I guess talk at you next time. I guess we're not talking to anybody, but talking at you next time. Yep. Thanks, guys. 